0: this is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Hi, right, this is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check
1: it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega
0: fans. That's all it counts to me. Goodbye and good night, Thanks. Welcome to... The July 11th edition of One Nation Radio coming to you on a Thursday evening. We took the weekend off. I was very tired uh over the weekend, had a very busy weekend trying to catch up with the G1. I was out of town at a certain point and um uh, but yeah, we here on this Thursday evening, James, what's going on, man? Not
1: much. Just out here um just holding on tight uh so my guts stay in. That's all. What? <clears throat> yeah, uh like food poisoning the other day so like I'm, I'm out here just you know just just soup just soup
0: damn yeah so, i mean feeling bad out there uh looking bad, Real bad.
1: michael jackson
0: yes like <laughs> doing worse in ring of honor right now my god <laughs> but um <laughs> we got a lot to get to today we've got like a huge weekend in wrestling coming up Uh, Just every promotion you can think of is doing something. Of course, uh, Impact had their show this past weekend. I think they're like the only ones not uh, getting in on the fun this weekend. But uh, there's all those days of the G1 coming up. There's uh, AEW Fight for the Fallen Sunday. There's uh, Extreme Rules for WWE. There's Evolve Saturday. So we're going to just, you know, slice and dice all over the wrestling world here today. But first we gotta start with the G one in Dallas. The opening day. James, you enjoyed the show live as it was going on as you you were yep. in Japan. Am I, <laughs> do I have this correct?
1: Yes, I was in Japan for how long was the show? Uh, three and a half hours. Four like hours. It started at seven and ended at like nine thirty, right?
0: Nah, it was it had to be longer than that. I'm sorry like it started at
1: six six in the nine thirty. yeah so three and a half hours if hours for three and a half hours i was in japan um i'm not access tv i'm not doing that uh vpn get it done that that, that yeah like the same thing that happened um for the cow palace show last year i'm not playing around so sorry but thanks uh new japan world
0: yeah um, so I guess we have to talk about like two different things, like the, the business reception to it, like with the, the crowd and everything like that. And then how good the show was. I, so let's start with the, with the show. Like I thought it was an awesome show. I watched all the undercard tags and I watched, uh, everything except bad look Falle and evil because I don't have time for that in my life. Um, I'm good. Like when it comes to the, to the bad look Filet. I, I I don't I don't need any of it. Um in evil, you know, if it's not some hero or some type of war, I'm like I'm good. So <laughs> um Yeah, man, what would you think of the show overall?
1: I thought it was a good show. Um I thought it was pr- actually I take it back. I thought it was a very good show. Um I wouldn't necessarily go all the way to say great because there were things that while I thought were very very good, were things that um I thought would be kind of eh or at, at times or things that i just you know things that kind of like brought me out of the show at times like like the way that Kenta just completely beat the piss out of out of Kenta or out of a Abushi uh, like I understand that's a style, but like if that's your style, then I, I then this needs to be a shoot because like <laughs> you gonna run my you hit me like that you gonna run my fade bro like I'm sorry he beat the piss out of that. so and then also he's on that hurt ankle and, and and I was worried about his ankle I thought he broke it uh, the way he was hobbling around like if you got you know a uh, bushi like that hobbled then you know. Like, he, oh my God, he feels pain. <laughs> Can you imagine? So, so,
0: so Dave wrote this big thing on Ibushi, and this week's Observer dropped like a couple hours ago. I think you should check it out. It Just gives you more insight on the level uh, of pain that Ibushi is willing to tolerate. Uh, and he goes through, it, and he's just a freak of nature uh, when it comes to pretty much everything. He's thirty-seven years old. He does not have a regular workout regimen. He, he says he's, you know, he's taking bumps like in the street. All his life, he knows how to land. Like it's nuts. Like this, this dude's a cyborg. Um, but as far as everything else, like I don't know. I, I thought it was a it was a good show. Like I don't I didn't think there was anything like stop the presses. This is like you know one of the greatest matches of all time or anything. But like right. it was it was the first day to G one. I kind of explained. I forgot who I was talking to. I was like, so on the G one, these dudes are priming to peak at a later point in the tournament this is n- typically not going to be the best day but it's still really fucking good <laughs> like like i would yeah. probably anticipate that you know throughout the tournament and then you know in the middle there's a little dip when they're tired and then they'll fire back up for like the last like you know four or five shows or whatever so this is a marathon if this is your first g1 watching it strap in and just i would i would not Pay too much attention to the undercard tags. There are ways to figure out, um, you know, who like because they they move like stories forward, uh, in the undercard tags, but there are ways around watching that where you can figure that out. Um, but yeah, I i love the show though. Like, <laughs> um, yeah,
1: like last year, I, I actually was like, you know, what? I'm gonna watch a full G1, I'm gonna watch the entire G1, and then I went through night one and I was like, these fucking tags, I can't deal with it, and then like. The first met, the first night was like Adam Adam Cole versus like Fale or somebody in Bullet Club, and they started that bullshit. And I was Paige, like, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: and
1: I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry if I said something else besides Adam Page, but I was like, I can't, I can't do this. And I was like, I, I, I then I like, I got behind, and then I got behind. I was like, and I kept hearing how y'all talking about how like Jay White and like Tong, uh Tamatonga and, and Fale were on that nonsense. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Like uh i'll just cherry pick the good matches like usual so so yeah like i and you know you're right about that because it's like this this i mean it's the show was what uh the 6th the 6th of july like the final is like the 12th of august like there there's gonna be a shit ton of matches yeah like that's what is that that's 90 that's 91 matches so yeah uh so, it, like, the tag thing, that's up to you. Like, I found out somebody I thought, like, for sure was watching all that. And he was like, oh, no, I'm not watching those tags. <laughs> so, I was, <laughs> I
0: was Who like, We shall oh, remain God. nameless?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't, don't want to still get or break the gimmick or whatever. But, yeah. But, yeah, like, they're, they're definitely going to start peaking. And, like, it's going to come down to, like, you know, those last few nights of each block. Um you know, certain, certain matchups where you see, you'd be like, okay, like you expect that to be a brown performance. It probably is going to be because most of the guys that most of the top guys are going to be, you know, averaging like, you know, four and 4.2, 4.1 matching or or for, for, you know, averaging star rating for um their entire run in those nine matches. So like, you know, you see matches that you're sitting on in checking out, like I say, check those out. And then like whatever you hear from word of mouth is the ones you should, you know, go see.
0: So quickly to go through the card, uh, the opener, uh, uh, G.O.D. went over showing Yo, nice little short opener. Uh, yep. the second match was Cobb and N- Ren Narita against Tomohiro Ishii and Shota Umino. These are like the class of the Young Lions division. And there were two Hoss motherfuckers who decided that they were going to steal the show. And apparently the, everything that in the post-match was an ad lib from Ishii, where he was just feeling the crowd and was like, let's do like a pull apart to like build our match. So the, the genius of Tomohiro Ishii. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like I don't know about you, but as I was watching like their their one interaction in the ring together and then to the pull apart, like I'm just and then he be <laughs> Ishi busts uh Cobb's nose and I thought to myself, like, I can't believe this, but like I wanna watch this match now, like more than any other match in the G one and that includes like Ishii versus Moxley. Bro. Like Okada versus
0: Austin. You know what the crazy shit is? You know like you know what? The crazy. Remember uh, WrestleMania weekend, WrestleMania thirty four. The show you didn't go to. They did Jeff Cobb versus Tomohiro Ishii, or uh, whatever. We we saw that shit live. I was
1: tired, bro. I had to, yeah. Man, I had to drive. Yeah, so it, it'd be like that. So I also missed. I don't know that Ray Phoenix match. Y'all throwing money in the ring. People were throwing money in the ring. Yes. So like, it happens. It happens.
0: Yeah, it happens. That, that was. Yeah, it, it was a war, and I, I think I have some of it on on tape. in the documentary I never put out, but um. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, then we had Goto and Yoshihashi against Jay White and Chase Owens. Um, Hiroki Goto got the win. He looks like he's in ridiculously great shape, and he's like motivated. Yeah. And maybe we'll get great match Goto because he is there. And you know, this is a block where it looks like he can have a really a lot of good matches. Like uh, him and Ishii is always a pleasure. I've seen those two bulls yeah. beat the fuck out of each other. Um,
1: yes. it, it's it's funny because it's like. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's Goto. He's going to, like, he's one of the best wrestlers in the world. How do we forget this? It's every year. <laughs> it's every single year. It's so funny. It's and, like, oh, it's, oh, he's one of the best wrestlers in, uh, in the world. And he's in great shape. Like, you know, it's like, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> yep. uh, Jay White was getting fucking booed. Even the crowd in Dallas wanted Goto to kick his ass. Uh, yes. wh- wh- what did you think of the beard, James? This is your first time seeing the beard.
1: Oh, Jay White. Yeah. I mean, whatever, man. Like, it, it's a look. It is a look. Um, at one point, I thought he looked like Bucko Bruce from the Buccaneer. <laughs> from the Buccaneers, he just <laughs> needs like the, the the dagger in the knife or the dagger in the mouth. Yeah. Uh, and the hat. Like, I guess he can get the hat from Juice Robinson. But
0: I, I don't know whether yeah. he's going through something or or what. But you know, I I felt like he was oh, a lo- he was a lot more swaggerific. Uh, like at Wrestle Kingdom.
1: Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were about to say like he going through some. I was like, oh, so you think like this is his like he lost weird weird music and red balloons phase? Is that beard,
0: bro? Like somebody gonna have to write like about that period of Okada. I don't know what the fuck like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, they, like it, it's so funny looking back at it in retrospect it's like okay so for almost like a year maybe probably longer during his during that title reign that historic title reign is like every time he faced mighty the crowd was dying for him to come off that belt dying for him to come off that belt and then all it takes is for him is to wear uh, is to you know because he, he's wearing the pants already but all it takes for him is to change the color scheme to, like, a, a, a less good color scheme, change the music, and then do the balloon thing, and then, like, still be a great wrestler. And then all of a sudden, he takes that shit off, and then, like, he's, like, a bigger star than he ever was before. It makes no sense to me. It boggles the mind. All it did, all he did was take away the stuff that, like, you were— you weren't even that crazy about it to begin with for like six months and then it's all back. And now he's like the biggest, biggest star he's ever been before. I don't get it. I just don't.
0: Yeah, I, I guess it's weird. Um, then uh <laughs> up next, we had a uh, Jushin Thunder Ligers use Robinson Torriano beating Naito, Shingo Tagagi and Bushi. Yes. Another loss for LIJ here in America. Um, I, I definitely agree with Josh. Like, yes, Jushin Ligers fucking winning. Fuck LIJ. Like I don't, like need like like it's fucking Liger like I, I'm sorry like, <laughs> like y'all don't need this win that bad so, well, so, I, think,
1: I, I think the thing would have been like it's cool if like Liger had actually picked up the win
0: right but you know I don't need like alright Yanu's not taking a pin Robinson's not taking a pin uh, and Liger don't need to beat nobody essentially unless it's Bushy. like could they have done that sure <clears throat> but well, I mean, I, Yano's I actually idea. in the tournament.
1: I have a better idea. Book a different match.
0: That's always the other one, right? Um. right? <laughs> book a different
1: match. Like we talk about this shit all the time when, when WWE is like, you're in a situation where you book a match where like certain people should not probably be losing. Here's an idea: don't book the match to begin with.
0: I think we will um, be touching on that later, but. um oh, God. <laughs> up next the first of the g1 block matches a fucking incredible match between lance archer and will osprey lance archer got the win best match of his fucking life uh will osprey just continuing to stick it up the ass of steph seth Rollins and several other corny sounding motherfuckers but um this match was fucking great it was like from the opening bell, just super fast, super you know, all the big moves, the athleticism, a big dude kind of matching Will Osprey, and Osprey didn't look any worse for losing. It was just like this is this is the pro wrestling I grew up on, James.
1: Yeah, I remember making them comment or or I had the thought that during the match like this reminds me of like 96 baby face Sean or whatever else like versus like diesel or versus Vader or versus mankind where it's like there's an element of danger and he's getting his ass kicked in and the only way he could possibly like, you know, uh, you know, have or equalize it or, or get ahead is to do something out of this world to, you know, or something, you know, or take some type of big risk to, you know, get ahead. And, you know, eventually end you know, up losing at the end. I thought it was a really good match. I thought that the most impressive thing about the match was Archer. Um, Archer came out there with some of the worst fucking hair I've ever seen in my life.
0: Right? <laughs> New gimmick. He there,
1: like he was out there looking like that like he was out there looking like somebody put on a cover of some eighties metal uh album cover, right? Or
0: so, or that man was looking like a sub boss in a Mortal Kombat uh in a Mortal Kombat movie or something like that. So, so, somebody like a, that's not credited.
1: I mean, or you looking like somebody that, like, a stage boss in, like, Streets of Rage 2 or some shit like that. <laughs> that, too. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, like, he, like, he, yeah. So, anyway. Uh, so, I thought, I thought that was, like, you're right. Like, the thing that was most impressed for me was Archer, honestly, in that match. And, you know, Archer's not somebody that is, like, that, that he's not, like, uh, he doesn't do it for me, flat out. So, um, I thought this was a really good show for him. And I thought it was hilarious how, like, <laughs> he beat him with the fucking claw in Dallas yeah.
0: um, <laughs> I thought that was hilarious go out of your way to see this match if you have not seen it all action right from the top just over 18 minutes bad look folly and evil bad look went over evil apparently evil tried to cheat and it yeah, backfired
1: Yes, evil brought in a chair to use. There were two chairs. He tried to bring in one to use, and then like the refs took the took one from him. And then, uh, Fale used the chair after like doing all that cheating last year. And the commentary put over how so many matches got he got kicked out of, which raised the question, why the fuck is he in this tournament then? Uh, so then the person that cheats is it tries to cheat is evil. And if Folly like takes to him, and, oh you try to cheat? Well, all right, well then I'll show you how to cheat. And then he beats him. It's like, all right, I feel no sympathy for evil. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> you're, a fucking moron. You're, a damn, <laughs> you're a damn dummy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um like
1: that would have got him on geek of the week.
0: Yeah. He, he, LeBron, James LeBron James, you bum yeah. of the week.
1: Yeah, that that shit too. So yeah. Yeah. All of that.
0: Yeah. Um, Then we had uh, Sonata over Zack Sabre Jr. I really enjoyed this match, uh, and I'm not one for the Sabre shenanigans, but he didn't throw them on nearly as much as he normally does. Uh, Sonata matched him hold for hold. It was fast, and it was a creative finish. I thought this was just an excellent, like, speedy technical match.
1: Yeah, I thought the beginning... I thought they got to a really fast start for a Sabre match instead of, you know, trade, trade, trade. Like, so... A lot of it was about you know saber is about i play defense against the fun which is these dudes do explode stuff so i'm just going to sit out on them and 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 put them in holes and lay on the floor so a lot of it is saber tries to do that stuff but sonata has an answer for it to counter out of the counter right so that so that was interesting and you see the frustration build but for me like i thought so i thought it was a good beginning for me it tailed off in the middle like i I, I just, the middle, like, it, it got boring to me, but then it picked back up, so I thought I thought it was a good match. I thought it was a real good match, yep. but, like, in the middle, it kind of lost me.
0: I know Chad loves this match, so I think that was his favorite match of the night, so shout out to Chad. Um, then, we had Kenta beating Kota Ibushi, beat the shit out of him, um, Ibushi basically gave that man his, like, like, if you guys remember how we talked about um, Adam Cole and Ricochet, right, where... When they walked back through the curtain, like Ricochet, like, would they had to shake that man's hand or thank him for the match or something like that? Like, Kenta needed to thank Obuchi for this match, like, even on a higher level than um, Adam Cole or Ricochet needed to thank Adam Cole, was because he actually took real punishment for this man. He was rehabilitating his image, like, his career, essentially. And I don't (laughs) think he's necessarily, like, you know, fucking Kenta, like, you know the, the the reputation that I was I was sold five years ago. He's not that, mm-hmm. but he's definitely not Hideo Atami anymore. So
1: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like I wouldn't even say he was as good as he was against Aleister Black. Uh, was that a year or two ago? But like, I mean, he. I mean, it's a Busha top guy, and he went in there and he and he fucked him up, right? So it's like, what more can you ask for? And it wasn't like he was bad, or it wasn't even like he wasn't good. It just he wasn't like it felt like somebody that's still working himself in the form and there's still room to go and there's still more room for to go from there. Cause I mean, he's been, I mean, he hasn't been wrestling irregularly. regularly.
0: Yeah. And, and so, I, I think we're going to immediately start finding out about him too. Cause he has Tanahashi next. So <laughs> I don't think yeah. you're just going to kick, kick on Tanahashi. Like, like, you know, Abushi will no. fucking just do whatever, but you ain't just going to kick on ace like that. So,
1: yeah. You know, it's only it's only a matter of it's only a number of kicks he's going to tolerate before all of so a sudden he started dragging through leg whipping you to death. So yeah, um, <laughs> if are you, I stop kicking.
0: And then in the main event, uh, Okada was over Tanahashi. Electric environment. Uh, when this one first started, I felt so happy to be able to see these guys come to America and get that appreciation. Uh, I remember meeting Tanahashi a couple years ago and just thanking him for, you know like i was like you know without this dude i don't know if <laughs> like we're right we're watching fucking new japan pro wrestling right now right. like right. Um,
1: it's literally it literally like it's a it's a nakamura okada tanahashi and maybe uh and maybe um your boy uh not sanada my god Ki- or my god Kashida.
0: yeah it's like It's just, like, this was, like, almost a thank you for the era, essentially. Like, Mm -hmm. And it felt like the end of the... Every time these guys wrestle now, I kind of say that. I remember I gave them this glowing review after the fucking Dontaku match last year. So, I'm not (laughs) getting duped by these motherfuckers again, but this one Uh didn't feel like last year's matches. Right, right, right. Um, But it was just... It was celebratory, in a sense, for me. Yeah, yeah. I
1: thought... I thought for such a small crowd that like they went absolutely bonkers for the beginning of the match um, um and honestly it, as it happened I was like damn I didn't go to this thing but it's fucking Dallas it's like fuck so anyway uh <laughs> so yeah I thought uh, I thought it was a great match I, th- I thought it was the best match on the card um which is like it's of course like it's for <laughs> so Kata and Tanahashi um yeah like it, it was it was it was more of a you've seen it before they it's amazing how they keep finding new ways to get you um with the stuff they've always done
0: bro when he fucking so, yanked him down during the Rainmaker pose I was like holy shit
1: yeah with a small package <laughs> yes
0: or like yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah so like that the roll up yeah so that like you know me my, one of my favorite parts about any Tanahashi match is like like same thing as when we talk about Okada and the drop kick. it's like, when is he gonna slap the shit out of this young punk or stand that across from him and say, bring it on and bring it the fuck on, or you can't stand in a ring toe to toe with me? And like, he he got, you know, oh, you know, he wrist control, oh my God, he's done. Like, nah, let go. <laughs> I said, let go, goddammit.
0: So, so, uh, so, Tanahashi's got that Jason Kidd, uh, like, hand shrimp.
1: Oh, he. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah, Tanahashi definitely has kung fu grip. Andre Godal also has kung fu grip as well. So yeah, yeah. Like you yeah. So hands of stone. So I I thought it was interesting how you know he it didn't go to a draw. He beat him in like twenty so, some between twenty to twenty five minutes.
0: Yeah, so twenty two oh four on that.
1: Yeah. So I thought it was just that it didn't go to a draw because you know they love going to draws with them and um in the G one. So um. I think honestly, like if I were them, I probably, I probably never have them wrestle again unless it's you know um, Tanahashi's last G one or you know or some sort of retirement match. Like mm-hmm. I would save that sort of thing from this point forward. Like you, you, I mean, there's no rules to do it now unless you're going to take it to London or some shit like that.
0: Yeah, um, it's weird seeing Tanahashi like. um when we came in he was like transitioning out of the top top you know he, yeah and then now it's like you I just have so much respect for uh the way he fights off father time the way he looks like broke up like I don't know if this is just him just being this great worker that's working what? around the calendar or whatever and, and th- making everyone think he's that injured or but when the ma- the big matches come and it's time to, to turn up he's the fucking ace like i love so, Tanahashi. like i i, I just so do for, like I, <laughs> so my question for you
1: did you wince like how i winced when he did the did the uh top rope the to floor uh high five flow no i got fired
0: because, i got fired up
1: be, because he didn't i was like oh no and then he and then he immediately he did it and he immediately rolled over and grabbed his knee i was like oh come on you ain't gotta do this I, you ain't gotta look, do
0: this I, I got fired up because like, i'm like I, I look i know this dude like when it comes to these matches and the big ones He's gonna he's gonna put it on a line like this is what he does so uh, but anyway you know it was, it was a great match um, Okada got the win get the first two points and a block uh, you know I'm interested to see like where the B block goes from here of course uh, the first day of the B block um, let me pull these matches up for the B block
1: we're we're gonna we're gonna. We're gonna get real petty real soon, Aren't
0: we Yes we are Can, can you feel oh, it coming James Here we go Oh god So um B block Um Action Of course Um We're gonna pull that up here Um I'm <laughs> just Stalling oh, okay. while, while this thing loads <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well I know one match Is on the first night Of the B block Because it, it got a lot of uh, Discussion Yesterday Yes And um
0: I, I I was quite I was quite perturbed to say the least, um, but yeah, the first day of the B block. So we've got Juice Robinson and Jeff Cobb. So I know they're going. Actually, I know no, that, I, um, I take that back. No, we don't. <laughs>
1: no, I know that I know that I know that Goto and Jay White are in the first night because that's what right. they did with um, their tag matches put over how they were um, set to face each other.
0: We got Juice Robinson versus Shingo Takagi. That should be interesting to see who they put over because Juice Robinson is a heavyweight and Shingo ain't no bitch. So <laughs> 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 we'll see. Uh we've got the aforementioned uh Tomohiro Ishii and Jeff Cobb Hoss War. Um sign me up and Boss w- Warfare. Yes. Uh we've got Yano and Naito. We've got Godo and Jay White and then John Moxley versus Tai Chi yeah yeah so um i think john moxley's gonna kick the shit out of tai chi
1: okay so yes he's going to fuck him up, of course but like that match is going to go for length i don't think it's going to be like he's going to beat him inside of 10 minutes i don't think that
0: but you do i mean i was kind of i was kind of joking but i mean oh okay (laughs) yeah um I didn't even have
1: a back and forth match, and then eventually like Moxie just wins.
0: Yeah, the death rider. Um, um I, yeah. I I don't think it I, I think if Gato like decides to beat John Moxie on night one, he should be fired, escorted <laughs> out of the business. Uh, <laughs> you know, hottest wrestling in the world, and you're like, Yeah, we gon we gonna feed him to this dude. No. Like <laughs> look, I'm not saying that it can't happen because it's the G one where literally anything can happen, but the shenanigans, you know, that Tai Chi brings, they are not as familiar as the shenanigans of a Toriano, where you're expecting bullshit. Tai Chi could always just show up and decide to not fuck off, right? But it's John Moxley. I think if you do that, it's a tragic mistake um, to to put him over to, uh, John Moxley. So, hopefully, we don't have to worry about that. Um,
1: so, so what do you think? What do you think? Uh... What do you think uh Ambrose's record or Ambrose? My god. Moxie's record is going to be um at, th- going through this
0: block. I would I would probably pencil him in for like 6 and 3.
1: That's what I'm thinking too. And then like the like the the losses are like to me, that comes to me in the comes with line is like you beat him with Jay White, you beat him with Naito and then you beat him with Juice and then have a
0: third match. Like that's like conventional thinking, right?
1: Right. I mean and there's granny like he can have one more loss and we're like okay i can see it. like if he lost to goto or ishii i wouldn't that wouldn't right. shock me in the least bit
0: right and he beat but, like one of the other three
1: yeah possibly yeah but like if he you know like once you get below like that threshold line like they're not gonna beat him with shingo that'd be fucking shocking yeah he's a, like you know like he's a he's a you know a neverweight guy or catchweight guy or whatever the hell you want to call him yeah um like Yano, like if you want to do the gag that oh yeah, he always beats like the tough motherfucker in a block like like Suzuki, then like okay, cool, you can run that. I think it'd be fucking dumb. But like whatever. I, I think it'd be incredibly dumb, but I wouldn't put a pass to do that. Like the, the, the Tai Chi thing just like nah, I just don't see it. Like I just don't. <laughs> Cause it's like if you do the Yano thing like oh it's a sight gag and then like you just move on you never have another match right, right. It's, the end, it's, it's the end of it like if Tai Chi beats uh, Moxie and like they need to do a program and like I don't want to see no Moxley versus and I don't think anybody else in this spinning rock wants to see a Moxie versus uh, Tai Chi program is like you got all this other shit to do and you want to do this like you don't know how and who knows how long you have them And it's like, my, for me it's like okay so you have two domes to fill like Mossy's going to be in one of the four biggest matches, on, or, or you would assume he'd be in one of the four biggest matches on the card. And like, if the idea is you have to get him to a position where like you can beat him with Ibushi or Tanahashi or Okada or Naito or what, what have you, or Jay White, the fuck are you doing being with, you <laughs> <know what's that? laughs> with, with a dude that like would never be in, be that high on one of these, dome shows so It's like what's the point
0: yeah uh new japan did make an announcement they have an east coast tour coming up uh boston philadelphia and one other place if i'm not mistaken uh, uh
1: if I'm agree, it was uh boston boston philly new york i thought right
0: i, I believe so yep Hammerstein ballroom so uh interesting to yeah, note ring of honor is not involved in any of these uh tours so um uh, yeah. ROH going down down. down. And um <laughs> you know, not in New Japan's literally going into their territory and competing. Literally in their buildings. So uh Well,
1: you also he my like they're also competing by doing these um these J Cup shows too.
0: Yeah, yeah, on the, on the on the West Coast. Yeah, on the West Coast. So New Japan's uh, you know, I think they're trying to hook their claws in America a little bit more. Um but they are clearly um, taking a step back on this. Yeah. The... Like, and when
1: you, when you, hold on. When you're also doing, like, trying to do more shows in America, right, wouldn't it behoove you to have, like, Americans on the card so and, and whatnot and, like, people that are, like, players that are Americans, so, like, wouldn't it behoove you to not beat fucking Moxley with goddamn...
0: Well, Moxley can't... <laughs> Wrestle for them in America. Oh yeah, that's
1: right. Withdrawn. You're right about yeah. that. You're absolutely right about that. I, You're right about that. I'm completely wrong. I'm completely wrong about that. I forgot about AEW. How yeah. could I forget about AEW? Yep. Yeah.
0: And um, needless to say, I I you know they ran a big ass building in Dallas and had trouble getting folks there. It was like four thousand paid. You know, forty eight hundred in there. You know, overall, and they've scaled down these shows. Uh, there's no ifs ands or buts about it and i think they need to seriously rethink their strategy like we're privy to i'm privy to some information about the way uh, some of the you know things are, are run in new japan it's just like you'd be shocked at at some of the like people they have executing certain jobs essentially like when it comes to the expansion it doesn't make any sense so I I think they are uh they're they're right for pulling back and going smaller scale, more you know, eighteen hundred seat buildings, thousand seat buildings. It's just not gonna be what it was because obviously they don't have, you know, the elite anymore. I think it's pretty uh okay to say that out loud now. It's like there was the elite and you know, there were a lot of fans that were there. Uh, that were paying money, that were that were traveling, that were filling up buildings, that aren't there anymore. So <laughs> it's like, right? It, it's undeniable at this point. So, uh, and while those guys are have moved on, and subsequently they're getting the traveling crowd. So, you know, if you're a New Japan yeah. fan, you're like, fine, we don't need those, you know, people there anyway, and all that. And it's like, you know, if it was me, I'd be wanting the company I, that I like, uh, to have as much you know fans (laughs) as possible but um yeah you know have fun pure elitist so um so james uh you watched bte uh for like the second time this week (laughs) uh no the
1: second time ever
0: oh okay Yeah, yeah yeah that's what i meant so the second time ever this week and um what'd you think
1: I mean, it's, it's guys. It's guys being ironically funny, right? I mean, um, I think the only the other one I ever saw was the one where uh, Cody and Brandy run out of ski lounge, and they're just like they're just basically just being rich evil motherfuckers, and it was awesome, right? Because they're they're just assholes. So uh, there was that. I think there was also. I think there might have been also a thing where um, the Young bucks were. Going to some wrestling training, uh, spot and they just basically just super kick the shit out of kid out of out of <laughs> like students or whatever else. <laughs> yes. and he's like, that's how you break into the business or whatever else. So, no. yeah, like this one. I mean, I, I, I think it's funny that you know the pictures of you know them writing about the long they're having a long term booking session is just a young buzz. Is not like no no Kenny no Cody, um, and they're just writing stuff down and they're doing their, you know, meeting and then. Like, they're playing off the idea that they're both, or also with, uh, leave a basic, like, all three of them are just totally, um, just, uh, out of touch and, um, lack self-awareness and, like, they're like, yeah, you know, this thing's working great. Like, we're getting, we're getting booed and, like, we're getting that X-Pac heat and then all of a sudden, like, they just do <laughs> the like, uh,
0: <laughs> All right, that's it. that's what you want to do. I mean, that's what this All right, yeah, and I wrote down like the librarian specifically to talk about here and th- this is why I was hesitating to kind of bury it last week or a couple weeks ago because I re- I I kind of remembered the way that they set this thing up and it and then it clicked after I watched that earlier this week like, "Hold on, how did they start this thing?" Then it was like it was a thing where some they said Tony Khan tried to get them to do this, but we never saw Tony Khan or anything on BT or whatever. Is right. that, Have Tony, we
1: ever seen them on uh, BT? Because I think no. his whole deal is like he doesn't, he never wants to be on TV for anything. I didn't know if that included BT or not.
0: No, I don't think he's ever been on BT. Okay. Uh, cool. So they. It was like yeah this shit will never get over like and then you know they went with that big casting call where they had all those fans sending in the videos so this thing has been a gag from day one um they 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 joked about that baron corbin push they blanked his name out of course but but you can clearly hear what the fuck they were saying uh the long-term bullying for the next five years this entire thing is a rib and i think you know <laughs> like they're they're gonna be able. I don't know. I think they're playing a, a inside like, joke in front of everybody. But right, right. The thing they, is, they
1: absolutely they absolutely are. But the thing is, like, the people that are tuning in on the pre-show to watch it have no idea what the fuck that is. Right. So, like, when you're like, "Yo, this is unentertaining," you're like, "Well, you don't get it because there's, because here's this context. Like, I don't need the additional fucking um material. Like." The show's right here. Either it's entertaining or it's not. So it's like I get I get what they're trying to do, but ultimately, like that's not helping your pre-show to get people to want to stay in and tune in to watch the the actual good is on there. And like they they put on two bad uh, pre-shows back to back. So it's like I have no need to ever watch their pre-shows ever again unless something changes, unless I hear notable change. And I I feel the same way. I feel like most you know most people with some sense sense feel that way too
0: yeah um but i mean i'm look like also, i get I mean, it like i like i look, get what they're, they're doing putting,
1: yeah, yeah i get that and like look it's not in the world that like some fucking comedy thing that they're doing that doesn't matter at all you, sticks. You,
0: like you would think it does though <laughs> like the way people are like like yo I've, I've literally seen people like yeah i've sworn off the promotion because of
1: this. like it's like what
0: so, I don't like, know. If, I... It, this is
1: what I'll say. If you're that sensitive to something that low in the car stinking that bad, then how about we compare that to whatever else you're watching as pro
0: wrestling? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> because like,
0: like, they're clearly. I mean, I mean, they're I mean, they're, they're Vince McMahon. That's what they're doing. Like,
1: <laughs> like what is shit?
0: I, I don't know. I. Like watching it this week has really put it into perspective. Uh, what's going on? I, I, I will on. say
1: this, though. I will say this, though. It, it, it does, it, it is worse on their part for the fact that, like, they they constantly know. That, I don't know how much this is going to continue. Don't know. But, like, the whole premise is that this thing stinks and we're going to get a, we're going to get some, some, you know some laughs on the fact that like everyone's in on the joke it's like no not the problem is bro not everyone is
0: is not in on the joke and i think they're they're trying to so they
1: need yeah
0: i think they're gonna try to try to get people in on the joke like because like now that it's out there i would imagine more people would share my sentiment but i think it's far outnumbered by people that don't know what the fuck is going on like my boy seahawk today from pw's torch was like can anybody explain this librarian shit to give it to me? It took me, like, two and a half tweets to, to explain it, and then I came to the conclusion, just watch the first three minutes of BTE this week. And then it's like, they're going to, I, you know, and as far as, like, what BTE is going to be in its future form, they don't even know, so it's hard for us to know. Like, yeah. so I don't know. Um,
1: like, I mean, these are, we're talking about, like, yes it's outsized compared to this to the stakes of it all or whatever else but um if this was if this if this was their way of basically like killing it off cool if it continues like it better be it damn well better be better than than what it's been than what it's been otherwise like the otherwise you're gonna start getting more more of the hammer dropped on them
0: So, um, Fight for the Fallen is on Saturday. Uh, Looks like a pretty interesting card on paper. You know, we've got three people announced that do not have matches booked. That we, uh, uh, us two, have a lot of interest in, uh, in Britt Baker, B. Priestley, and Shoko Nakajima. So, I don't know what they're doing, but they are competing on the card. They announced it. I would like to know, but I, maybe is this some some type of surprise they want to do? I don't know, but um, maybe it's a triple threat match. Who knows? Uh, but
1: uh, I mean, it, I mean, this I mean, we're kind of getting into the, the politics of Joshi wrestling, right? Like, so <laughs> B is like B is the Stardom is Stardom's top champion. She's the Red Belt champion, World of Stardom champion, and then Shogo like she. Like she won the, she beat uh, Miyu Yamashita for the Tokyo Doshi Pro belt like recently. So like, what are we doing here, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. so like, are they are they gonna have a match? Because like, I imagine that, like someone, I imagine that, like DDT and Rossi Gal would both be like, oh hell fuck no, like <laughs> no, we're not doing that. <laughs> if we're gonna do that, then if we're gonna do that, then like we're gonna take it to like you know we're gonna try to take it to some big haul and try to uh and try to sell it out you know so yep uh and also we'd also you know have uh our bigger stars as the champions by that point in time as opposed to where we have now like uh anyway so i mean who knows what's available i mean i mean i know they have for sure they're going to do the uh alley versus brandy match right
0: yeah we're we'll going to get to that in a minute
1: okay so I mean, maybe they do three matches. I don't know.
0: So uh, on the pre-show, they've got, um, they're going to open it, I guess, you know.
1: Three women's matches, sorry.
0: So so they'll have Jimmy Habik, Darby Allen, and Joey Janela against MJF, Sammy Guevara, and Sean Spears. The interesting point being MJF and Sean Spears on the same team which was hinted at, you know, kind of on may have been Road to Fight for the Fallen or may have been BT last week, that there's something going to happen there. So, um, Havoc, you know, Allen and Janela, that's like team deathmatch or whatever the fuck you want to call them. Uh, Team don't give a damn. Team will die for it. Team, you know, know, we'll wear it out, whatever. Team CZW, team deathmatch, however you want to, you know, run that. Um, I don't know. Should be okay, I guess.
1: <laughs> what was it? What was the other team besides those two?
0: It was Havoc, Allen, and Joey Janela, fresh off of his uh, brawl with en- ah, quote unquote right. non brawl okay. with Enzo Amore uh, against MJF, oh, Sammy God. Guevara, and Sean Spears. Bro, the amount of douchiness uh, with uh, MJF and Sammy Guevara combined, like that's gonna be enough to create offspring. Like, <laughs> just, just, just horrible. Just what yeah, so.
1: Who, Who's getting pinned?
0: Jimmy Havoc. I, I would think Jimmy Havoc is getting pinned. I would think. Well, he got pinned last time. Sammy Cabrera could get pinned.
1: Yeah. Uh, like, I would imagine those would be the two pin eaters. Yeah. If, if, if that's how they were to do it in AEW, I don't know if, you know, I'm not necessarily sure that they're running this exactly like how uh, a Japanese company run it, but.
0: So so maybe, like, uh, yeah. MJF and Spears get off into a brawl and Guevara's left by himself and he gets destroyed or something like that.
1: <laughs> That'd be funny. Also, it's like, okay, so, like, MJF is, like, the top heel or the second uh, biggest heel in the entire company, and what you're going to do is try to babyface him immediately because of what happened to Cody. <laughs> like,
0: that man's going to be used as a damn proxy to to help Cody get, like, cheered more. So Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, I we'll figure we'll figure out how to how this all goes, but it's, it's it's interesting to see like, like he's the biggest he's the biggest piece of shit MJF, and then like he also likes Cody. <laughs> yes, <yeah, it's>, he <laughs> full on like he he's, the, he's he's basking in the glow of the uh, post. I need my older brother. So oh yes, yeah, we
0: gonna get to that. So, um, <laughs> fucking uh, yeah, like I, I I don't think it would be the worst thing to turn uh, MJF babyface to turn him. Heavy later on, on, I, on uh look, man, Cody. We all know uh, it's coming. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. That that definitely works. But I think that you need to get through the Spears things for The Spears uh match or whatever else first. And like I am I'm, I'm you know, it's really hard for me to be like, okay, the last show we saw you, you out here telling us all that our mother swallowed. And then like and <laughs> then on the very you. next and then the very next show we are supposed to cheer you. I'm sorry. Yo. I, I still want my fave, bro. And
0: <laughs> yeah, so does Buddy in the front row. That they should. Um,
1: yeah. Oh yeah, the virgin. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Man, I forgot about that virgin thing. Like, or you guys have no sex or whatever he yes. said.
0: Sexless. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking sex- sexless goons. Um.
1: <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. That was that that thing was the most WWE me spirited thing of all time. Like. <laughs> Like, I could imagine like if that had been Vince and Kevin Dunn and whoever else in control uh that were out controlling the camera work and Vince is on the on the headphones and he sees and he had his wrestler talk shit on the crowd like that and call him Virgins or whatever else, and then they cut to a geek that looked like that, Vince would have pissed his pants in the seat in <laughs> the
0: Am I lying? He may have fallen out the seat backward, like, in, yes, yeah, you know.
1: belly. Look, grabbing his stomach because his gut hurts from laughing so hard. So, like, so, like, I, you know, I just want to point that out because I saw it. I was like, yo, that's that's so mean. <laughs> that's so, mean.
0: so, our next match on the pre show, we've got uh, Sunny Kiss versus Peter Avalon, managed by Leva Bates. I'm sure Peter Avalon is planning to throw the book at Sunny Kiss. Um, do um, dooch. Is,
1: is, is Avalon good? I have no idea.
0: I have no idea. I've, I've never seen uh, him wrestle. I'm sure he, you I know, know, I don't, it, I, I believe shenanigans are afoot uh, in this match. I would yeah. expect Sonny to dispatch Mr. Avalon rather quickly. Yes, in spectacular fashion. Have you ever seen Sonny Kiss wrestle?
1: Yes, that's why I said in a spectacular fashion.
0: Yes, like so, <laughs> like <laughs> uh, I'm very interested to see uh, the reception because he's a good wrestler, like a really good wrestler. I yep. watched a match with him yep. and um, Jack Evans from Lucha Underground and was pretty impressed. So, um, yeah, I would think that would be go-, go strong. Maybe we can get some more librarian foolishness. So, <laughs> like sign me up for it. Like, you know, Baron Corbin push next five years, long term booking. Uh, then uh, you know going through we've got the Dark Order uh, against uh, Ann Helico and Jack Evans and the Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus of course it has that wacky uh, stipulation that last month's three-way tag team match had uh, they'll advance to All Out to I would assume to take on the best friends this has the Dark Order written all over it I'm sorry this Dark Order shit looks low rent and whack as fuck hopefully they save themselves wait. in the ring Get, get,
1: hold on. So, is it the same stipulation as that uh, pre-show match from Yes um, Fighter Fest? Yes. Which is I remember I'm wrong. It is worded something along the lines of winner gets an opportunity for a buy in the tag tournament, tournament eventually.
0: Right. So like they'll they'll go to All Out to face best okay. friends. The winner of that will receive the buy whenever the tournament starts. So gotcha. Okay. All right. So, um like I said, I think this has dark order written all over it. They've been kind of uh, fucking with the best friends pretty much since Double or nothing. Uh I'm not really interested in their whole wacky, you know, turn the lights off gimmick where, you know, a bunch of hooded fat guys show up. I I don't I, I'm not really with it, but um I I, I, mean, I hope to be impressed by uh, Jack Evans again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean
1: it'll, it'll probably be a good match. Um, I'm not really that jazzed for it, but I mean I'm sure once they start flipping around and doing crazy stuff, I might I might get get interested.
0: Yep, so, and I, I I'm all in on the Jungle Boy. So yeah, uh, I'm also yeah, and um Team Jungle.
1: Yeah, like who I, I would say this regardless of whatever situations I would suggest that they don't pin Jungle Boy or Luchasaurus.
0: Yeah, um, cat them out. Yeah, right, so save that shit for Angelico. So, like. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was yeah. So I'm also with you in the same boat. It's like that. The Black, dark order shit is like, nah, bro. I, I need to see it. In, I need to see it in the ring first.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, I, like I, I, I you... can see
1: some of the stuff they're going for, but it's like for me, it's like it's just like
0: it's like they don't have they're... the the production and they don't have the the pageantry behind the gimmick. Like they they're so plainly dressed. Like they need to <laughs> they need to like spend on the like the budget on the on getting them some better gear, some like flashier yeah. outfits, like darker, cooler outfits. Something it's not clear. And also,
1: and also better like you know, whatever that was they did on the Titan Toronto, whatever you want to call that. Uh at the last show two weeks ago or just yeah, I, um, and also need to tighten up when the lights off. Like if you're going to do lights off for, 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 you know, what seemingly felt like five minutes and like, maybe don't do it.
0: Did you, um, catch the, uh, fighter fest preview where I had wrote a jungle boy, no relation to jungle. (laughs) Kiona.
1: I, I saw parts then laughed. Um, I also saw, um, in the in the thing, I think it was, was it Greg?
0: Maybe. Yes. Was it Greg?
1: Greg? Yeah, to that like uh, I, I, I like I have no idea about the Joshi thing. I, I did not, and I did not like seek the recommendation of yes. James. I was like, when did I become like James? When did I become James Boy Japanese wrestling hey, women? You, you, um... you, you
0: gonna stop feigning confusion on this? Like,
1: <laughs> Dude, I watch it. I does not like. Like I said, there are fifteen women's promotions. Like I am not Sierra Reed. Hey. Like no. So, I am not. I,
0: hey, she like Sierra be threatening to quit all the time, so somebody gonna have to replace her.
1: I have to replace. So like I am Carver replacing McNulty in the wire. Yes. Oh God!
0: I swear to fucking Christ, <laughs> I'll beat you longer
1: and harder than you beat your own dicks.
0: Oh, oh man. man. Um. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, we got Brandi Rose and Allie in a singles match. Uh, Brandi Rose and Allie have done a good job selling this match. I still don't know if I want to watch it, uh, particularly <laughs> because I don't know. I feel like Brandi Rose. I don't know. It, you know. I don't know. It's a complete mystery. Uh, but no, I, no idea. Yeah, no right, idea. Maybe she's
1: training. Maybe she's training in the same warehouse that they got uh that apparently they you know Sadie Gibbs still locked in. Who knows? Yeah.
0: Um. We've seen a couple highlight reels from her. They look mighty Eva Marie ish. So we don't know. Uh Allie is I mean, you know, I've, Allie. I've, I've
1: seen I've seen I've seen Brandy Russell before, but like it wasn't like, yeah, I wanna see this one a major league wrestling promotion. hmm So it's like maybe you know, I'm sure she's gotten better, but we'll see. Yeah. Um I'm willing to keep open mind to it, but like, you know, I'm I'm also kind of like Mm, like one thing for impact and this one being bad
0: yeah and especially like the just the level of the women's division is just like you see what they're building in AEW, and it's like we might not need you to do this brandy but <laughs> right, <laughs> um, right right so i mean and
1: granted like if they can come up with a space for her to be like the character person amongst all of these good wrestlers that stands out like the variety if for a variety of uh, perspective yeah,
0: because because she, also she's the fact a fucking that, like, star
1: a, a, like right <laughs> and also the fact that, like there's a language barrier uh for a lot of the women like yeah granted like yeah that makes sense but you know i'm just as long as we keep her from getting this Alexa blitz push we're, we're, right. we're good right right, right. like right. We, we got we got to see and obviously you know there's always a thing of like oh yeah she's she's you know She's married to the Booker.
0: She's a, she's a she's a suit, also. Yeah. So yeah,
1: like yeah, you got to worry about that. Like, look, it ain't that hard for her to out here, come out here, and just be Stephanie Man. It, it, it wouldn't take much. Yeah. It Would not take much.
0: Yeah. Um. And look, Stephanie, and like, Stephanie's great at what she does, and she she gets shitted on. So. Yeah. You know, she put out the video dancing. She was trying her her hardest. Uh, I, I kind of got some entertainment out of it, and then she really got mad at the end when she when she screwed the last part up. Like it was the like she just wanted up. to do such a good job just to entertain y'all ungrateful assholes. And
1: even if she did it perfectly, y'all still would have said she ain't she wasn't doing shit. Yeah because y'all don't like stephanie you
0: know good 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 job on you steph like like steph i you know i saw that i saw a couple couple pictures of steph at the espies man steph like you know steph you know yeah
1: did you see did you see the picture of uh the espies of steph and in uh triple h sin together and and then and and then and and then in the front row they had their their son roman (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and everybody looks so happy, and I was like, you know, this is a nice moment for them. I mean, they pay for it, and you know, yeah, but, we, what, yeah you know, know but whatever, that. yeah, or quid pro quo, whatever you want to call it, like it's obviously connection, like, yeah. but whatever, whatever. Like it was a nice moment for Roman because it's like that was that's real shitty, and also like it, you know, this might be the best moment of the entire year after him coming back because they don't know how to book him for shit. Yeah, he so
0: he needs so, yeah. to consult Hollywood, but um, <laughs> so
1: yeah. Um, specifically like Dwayne the Rock Johnson yes. yes, you need to call his cousin oh, hey man you think we can get, get that dude with Rockefeller or something yes. I'm just trying to get the fuck out of here like, hey man can you give me like the name of somebody that works at CAA and so I can you know get the fuck out of here yeah because quick. they don't know what the hell they doing with me and you know time's a wasting
0: yep. <laughs> Uh, so we got Adam Page and Kip Sabian uh, Sabian was on commentary last month Page this is going to be his chance Another chance for Adam Page to be impressive to you know show that he can do something. I saw an interview with him this week, and it was fucking horrible and I was like this really? is not, this is not a top star." Uh, I believe I sent it to the Social Suplex Messenger thread. It was like a one-minute promo he did with Marvez, I believe. And Marvez, I think he's really talented in a backstage interview role rather than being on color comment or, you know, lead commentator. And it's like he threw it to him for 30 seconds, and it just felt like this dude like had nothing to say, and he froze. And it was just like, oh, man, Jericho has his work cut out for him. And Jericho has a live mic. Um, they're advertising, you know, he's going to have, like, promo time so we'll see how that all goes
1: i i I think that i would like the live mic with jericho isn't like what would intrigue me the live mic plus like plus knowing to like oh yeah he's also like taking in a fifth of, of of whatever liquor he wants to like that that would intrigue me right that would intrigue me a lot more but oh yeah he has a mic like jericho knows how to act when he's not drunk how about when he's drunk though
0: yeah yeah um. Yeah, we'll see what what Paige does. Um. And we've got the tag team match with SoCal and Censored, uh, who are upset. I think,
1: okay. So look, I think this. Will, look, I I am not confident, but if you were to ask me, like, is Adam Page about to have a great match? right now or this coming show. I would probably say yes because that's why that's the only reason why he's in position to go out here and have great matches and he hasn't had it yet but like this is the last chance he has before he goes to you know challenge for the title or right. so you know maybe maybe now would be the time people would be like oh that's why right and they'd be like okay i want to see this now he, i know he's going to lose but i still want to see this
0: right um and you know the th- the thinking on it is Jericho's gonna be your first champion. You don't want to give him any of the top people off the like you don't want to give him Cody right now. You don't want to give him Kenny right now for the title. Like you'll Or Moxley. Yeah, or Moxley. You'll you'll give him Page or whatever and then get him the fuck out of the way and you can rebuild him back whenever. Like that's all that's literally what we've been saying on the show. Uh yep. so yep. good on AEW for figuring that out if they figure that out. Um Yeah, like we got
1: Jericho basically to be like Oh, however long his deal is but like at first like he's like buddy rogers is like established guy give him the belt and have him like be the first champion and then like eventually we're going to have a bruno san martino type come beat his ass for this belt it'd <laughs> <laughs> be our, be our, first, be, our be our first real you know superstar racket, rocket strap guy champion
0: right there's a lot of parallels there. That a good observation, James.
1: Um, well, I thought I thought everybody was working on that that kind of like that kind of program. I I didn't.
0: Well, the Buddy I Rogers thing in kind of... particular, like that oh, you said. Like, okay, like, that's gotcha. A, that's a good way to tie this in to the birth of a promotion and <laughs> things like that. Oh, so yeah, yeah, um, yeah. they. Uh, then the socal uncensored uh, is upset that they have been left out of the best tag team in the world conversation uh, and then they got announced in a match with the lucha brothers um
1: so they gonna lose <laughs>
0: you got it so um uh, i am looking forward to seeing scorpio sky in there with those two guys you know kazarian's kazarian whatever is it oh
1: it's, is it is it dangles or uh kazarian it
0: is sky and kazarian
1: Okay. But right.
0: Dan was to be out there as a manager or whatever. And that's right
1: because he yeah that's right because he did the promo in the middle of a BT and yeah I, I didn't think that was them being late for the thing was funny especially Avalon They helped Mr. Flights like okay I miss flights yeah it's life shit happens
0: then uh Lucia Brothers it looks like it's time for them to get on the board here um and yeah. definitely so up next we got uh, Kenny Omega Mr. and she-
1: going to be the most over out of, out of those two teams. You said what? going to be the most over out of those two teams. Do we know that for sure? Yeah. Because They're SCU is ridiculously Bucks. over. They were going back and forth with the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks. And the semi my main events of the show.
0: Right. So, um... Yeah, I, we will see. Uh, because... like,
1: and also, thing is, like, Penta's a bigger individual. Like, both of them are both bigger individual stars than you right. are. Right. Like, individual acts. So it's like, you also got to take the end of kind of, like, you know, eventually, like, there'll be a time for a breakout with Scorpio Sky or whatever else, or even Kazarian, even though he's older. But, like, they're a tag team and they should be, like, it's funny because they're both bald too, but, like, they should be, <laughs> like, probably better pushed, like, versions of, like, Working and birching and, and, like, in the tag division NXT. It's, like, it's, it's, like, the same thing. It's, like, they have instant credibility because of what they've done before, Uh and you can beat them with anyone, and you can also, they can also win the titles eventually, and no one with bat eye in either situation.
0: Yeah. Um. Then we got uh, Kenny Omega and Shima. A singles match <laughs> is a dream match. Uh, uh Shima, they've never wrestled before. We know Shima's, like, legacy in building Dragon Gate and being just such a huge influence on uh, literally the modern wrestling style from about 2004 or five going forward. Kenny's Kenny. Y'all know who the fuck he is. Uh, probably looking at his first win here as a single in AEW. Uh, I'm expecting a really great match here.
1: I'm expecting a great match too. Um, do you have any concerns that we may not get it?
0: Um, So I think there's a difference with Shima where he will realize he's not in the opening match. And Kenny, I think, will probably be itching to have a match with, like, he, that's literally his thing is wrestling Asian guys, like, <laughs> from literally, like, going back to fucking DDT. Uh, and he has all his best matches against, you know, our our, our fellows from the Far East. and um, And I think he'll be up for it.
1: I'm not even necessarily. I'm not worried about Kenny. Uh, Like, uh, obviously, it was a the match was meant to be just a a good solid match, but, um, like, I I mean, I don't know what the age factor is, and like asking like, yeah, we need you to reach back for like '97 Shima. Can you do it?
0: I don't know. know, Yeah, I don't know enough about him to. But I know some people. You know that that traffic in. Uh, like the like Dragon Gate circles, and you know different other Japan promotions in Japan were saying Shima was their wrestler of the year last year. So okay, it, if that's it, the
1: case. Then never mind.
0: It, like if like, I just didn't
1: know because like you look at the body, like like he looks dynamite, and um he looked dynamite just like everybody did in that six uh, that six man tag right yeah. uh, at All Out, but match with Daniels was just good, and like they clearly looked like these are guys that are super duper talented or, or were super duper talented at one point And like, but like they were told to go out there and have a certain type of match. And they went out there and did what they were asked to do. Um, and like you say, like, Oh yeah. Can they have better than a three-star match? Absolutely. Can they have a four and a half? You don't want to have a four and a half star match of call for it. I don't know. That's kind of how I was. That's kind of how I took it.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess we will see. So, uh, And then the main event of the evening, the presumed main event, uh, is the tag team match between Cody and Dustin Rhodes and the Young Bucks. I would highly suggest watching episode three to hear the promo between uh, Cody and Dustin uh, if you guys have not seen it talking about the young bucks dustin rose sounds completely annoyed by the young bucks and like these young fuckers like uh cody was saying you know i i watched the
1: young hold on the young fucks yeah
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say that but yeah Uh um, no, no,
1: you, you talking these young fuckers i was like i'll just cut yes. it to the shop. i'll make it
0: i'll make it more appropriate the young fucks yes uh cody like said something like where you know he said he watched all the matches that the Bucks and Kenny have been having and all this stuff over the years, and they've never watched the Royal Brothers. And he's like, "What are you serious? They've never watched us or whatever?" Because you know they were in WWE, and then it was like, "Yeah, we're not about to be ashamed about being on national television and all this stuff." And you know, we beat the the Shield, and they blanked their names out, or whatever. Like, so it's gonna mm-hmm. be interesting. Like, and you can tell, like there there are small things that have pissed each other off like like Dustin didn't like the that I need my older brother shit. He he did not appreciate that shit at all. He said he was gonna power slam uh the young butt so hard that their souls would leave their bodies. It was amazing. Um I think this is gonna be really great and I wouldn't be shocked if somebody turned at the end of the match. Uh
1: that could happen. Um I could also see where, you know, this is I think someone mentioned this where it's, you know, it's it's quote unquote um, Dustin's last match. I, I don't want to call him Goldust so badly. Um, This is Dustin's last match, whatever else, or they get some type of standing ovation after they lose, whatever else. And then all of a sudden, like, you see the, the, gra- the, the sign off graphic in the lower third on some NXT shit. And then all of a sudden, Sean Spears, and busting and, yes. and, you know, bust his head too. yes. Right, like it, it like and to set up for all out, you know, Cody versus uh Spears whatever. I so like there is a bunch of stuff it. at play too. So um uh, but either way, like I think that ma- like I think like it matches a lot to be great because like you look at what the Young Bucks did, you know, most of last year and you look at what um I mean you look at Cody and in, I in, was wanna call him Gus's in. Like uh Cody and um Dustin as a tag team, like they're a great tag team. Like they're them winning the tag titles off of the shield was one of the feel good, one of the few feel good moments, genuine feel good moments with his dad, with uh, Dusty out yep. there, like was one of the feel like of the last, you know, this decade in WWE history, that was one of the better feel good moments you'll ever get on TV. So, or not TV, but on pay-per-view TV, etc. Like, so, um, and they were a great tag team. Like they were, they were kicking ass together. So, you know, I, um, I expect them to be able to do the same thing.
0: Right, and they were so, saying saying the Bucks have been flirting with the Usos on Twitter, and they beat the Usos for two years, up and down, and <laughs> different stuff like that. Funny. It's it, it's just really cool, kind of like little digs. I'd like to see the Bucks turn up the assholeishness a little bit here, and just like you know, just be also just just lean into that. I need my older brother. Shit, like like bro, these these dudes were rubbing fake blood on themselves, like going up to each other, hugging hugging each other, all that shit. Like these guys are fucking idiots. Like. <laughs> But yeah, uh I I'm, I'm I'm excited about the show, can't wait. So, um the other show us uh going head to head with this show uh is Evolve. Um and I don't know what number Evolve it is, but we know it is the 10th year anniversary uh and you know <clears throat> we will see exactly, you know, WWE strategy as far as like you know counter programming going forward because I would not count on this being the last one. Um, so talking about evolve, yeah, whether it's evolve or you know them just counter programming period uh, against yeah, well, you mean, know mean, AW's gonna... Saturday programs.
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's not going to be the last one because evolve is soon to be on their on their second tier uh, programming anyway. So, right. So uh, so that's
0: on deck. So quickly, we'll go through it here. Um, we've got the main event, uh, is, uh, Adam Cole versus Kira Dissauer for the NXT Championship. Um, I would presume Cole retains here. <laughs> um, they've got Drew Gulag and Matt Riddle uh, in a non-title match. Catch point reunion, right. hopefully. That, they- match is,
1: that match is going to be great because the match they had um, at the beginning of the year. Those match, yeah, that match was great. That's one of the best matches on NXT TV this year
0: and putting riddle back in the Evolve environment my god um <laughs> so and it's not like riddle's been a slouch in nxc but you know him and evolve that shit was like he came to tampa and i knew he's a fucking superstar so um <laughs> then uh, there's josh briggs and anthony green the future is now show's case match never heard of those two fellas but actually i have heard of anthony green before um they have a winner take all match for the WWN championship and Evolve Championship. The WWN champion JD Drake against Austin Theory, who is probably WWE bound at some point.
1: Yeah, the match is gonna be great. Like, I mean, people are gonna look at, at J D. Drake and be like, Really? And then you start wrestling, you're like, Oh. So Yes. He, yeah like he's definitely on that um he's definitely on the Tomohiro Ishii list of like bad body wrestler bad body bad body great wrestlers so yeah. he, especially for 2019
0: yeah JD Drake one of my like favorite indie guys in uh, America right now and there's not that many, like that though. match with <laughs> like
1: how many matches how many matches have you seen live this year that were better than uh him and Swerve
0: I mean, Him and, uh, I, I think that's, I don't even think that's the best JD Drake match I've seen this year. I think he had a but better match.
1: No, but I, no, no, but I'm just saying, like, how many matches do you think off the top of your head that you've seen live that were better than this year? I,
0: I've seen a lot of wrestling live this year, so it would probably be like in the 15s or 20s, but that's no knock on how good that was. That's
1: my point. That's so, my point, Rich. Like, you watch a shit ton of wrestling, we do a wrestling show. So, <laughs> like, that's, that's it's impressive.
0: Yeah. Um, then there's Anthony Henry against Arturo Ruiz, who is the former Adrian Jaoud. Um, interesting, I guess that's just a grudge match. They've, they've been going back and forth and building this up and evolve for a couple months or whatever. Yeah, Babatunde against Colby Carino. And when you want to talk about a fucking like mismatch of like, look at this freak show giant motherfucker against this small geek. That's exactly what this is. Um, Colby Carino, of course, the dad Steve Carino works in WWE. And I don't know if that'll be enough to get him hired. So, <laughs> um, like Papa Tune might literally be three times heavier than him.
1: Literally. Um, not, not, not an exaggeration. Like might be literally three times heavier than him.
0: Then of course, um, we've got Kurt Stallion and Sean versus Sean Maluta of NXT, Stephen Wolf and the Harlem bravado and a fatal four way match we'll see how it is um eddie kingston and joe gacy against uh a.r foxes and leon ruff the skulk uh a.r fox and leon ruff are electrifying eddie kingston's a brawler i don't know much about joe gacy but we'll see uh and brandy lauren and shotzi blackheart so uh shotzi blackheart was just full of charisma at um the show we went to uh at shimmer 113 yeah shimmer 113 like shotzi blackheart was incredible um yeah, on that she, show. Um, yeah, they're doing some
1: storyline along the lines of like uh, black. She's been ducking Chauncey. Ah. So yeah. So so, so like and also like bearing her to promoters. Hmm. So it's like once I get my hands on you, it's on. Like that's that's the kind of storyline from what I've been able to gather. So that that's gonna be. I I imagine that it's gonna be a good match.
0: Yeah, man, so that's the Evolve card. Um, You know, I don't particularly see, like, (laughs) WWE reaching the fans, like, that are going to, like, the fans that would be watching Evolve will probably be watching Fight for the Fallen, so (laughs) this is just them being petty. Uh, If they want to rile their fans up that uh, resent indie wrestling for whatever reason, even though that's, like, half their roster in WWE, I don't know if... Half? Half? Yeah, half. less shit, more than that. Um, Way more than half, maybe seventy five percent, or I'm probably short it then too. So I don't, I don't know if you know the stand Twitter is going to be lined up to watch evolve. So
1: yeah. I don't like this, this. This is what I'll say, right? Like, clearly it's a business play, and I don't blame them, right? Like,
0: like this is, is the his, is. this is the history of the company, and anyone denying this, like, you don't have to deny it because you can just yeah. look at. Literally thirty years of history of, of counter programming. This is the right. business.
1: Like, look <laughs> at well, uh, what well, the Royal Rumble against um that the Battle Royal thing that was going Bunk on. Bunkhouse
0: Stampede. Was, y-
1: yep, Bunkhouse Stampede. You got you got Survivor Series versus Starcade. Clash of right. Champions I mean, versus
0: WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know people why people want
0: to deny this. Like,
1: I don't know. And it's like it's like. It doesn't make them bad people. It makes them—I bi- I mean, well, it does make them bad people. Like, it doesn't mean it doesn't make it. it how do I say? It? It's like it makes it, it's like look, man. It's business. It is what it is, right? Like, it's ruthless capitalism. I thought y'all loved that America. Thought it was yeah. America people. Yeah. So, like, like apparently, like apparently, like ruthless capitalism is like applauded at all times except for when it's like, I guess, the wrestling that you like, or it's like the sports team that you like, right? I guess, I guess the only time it matters, like, oh, we need a fair way to figure out how to, you know, like, there, should there be NBA, should there be NBA draft, fuck no, or NFL draft, fuck no, like, you guys are job places, have people want to go there, well, how do we use this re- distribute the talent, everybody want to play in LA, there's only but so many uh, spots and money to make in LA, people want to get paid eventually, they don't see it as that, but anyway, that's sorry about that point, yeah. but like, just, it's okay, it's okay. It's okay. Like, Be people... who you
0: are. Embrace it. Embrace like like like. If you think they're not thinking about AEW, think again.
1: Like, <laughs> like, and it's and it's like they're gonna make so much money off their TV deal. Like this is like a them doing this is just trying to slow it down. Yeah, it's fine. Like uh, I remember I said to you before they even before AEW even launched. I was like, bro, like. Why don't they just literally, like, $20 million a league walk away from it? I dare you to. $20 million combined per year for all four of you guys. I dare you to walk away. Now, they're more successful than I thought they were ever going to be. It's like, they definitely should have gave them $20 million.
0: <laughs> Instead of, you know, repaying or re-signing sorry motherfuckers for five-year contracts. Boy, you know, we going to keep Mike and Ellis, you know, away from getting hot out here Jesus in these streets. Christ so yeah 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 you know ask about the new contract shit like Vincent man is not giving out money for his fucking health like because because he he's uh he, he thinks it's the right thing to do um uh, <laughs> you know general mahal deserved yeah. this raise fuck oh, no yeah. like oh <laughs> um, yeah man you know
1: you know i wonder if they i wonder if they had like the diesel line with uh the the diesel talk with general mahal bro, like you no. know how
0: bad kevin speaking of him i'll, I'll let you get back to your point to say like bro you know the amount of working that hall and nash would be doing in this era right now to like keep getting money and out of contracts like these niggas oh, we'd be God. signing one-year deals bouncing back and forth who wants us
1: that's what i'd be doing right now like i'd be signing like one i'd be signing like uh Basically, two-year deals with like one-year option. If I was if I was a top performer, if I was someone, if I was a Jericho type, obviously not being Jericho. But if I was like a, you know, if I was in WWE and my contract was ending in the last two years, if I was Ambrose, if I was Ambrose, I'd be like, okay. I think he um, has a one-year out. Maybe he does, but my my whole point would be like, I'm signing, I'm I am shining short-term deals for big money, um, with you know an extra year added as an option just in case I need to, you know, I get injured and I can, you know, come back or whatever else. Like, and that's what I, that's how I'd be running it until like this AEW thing, you know, runs a course or, or keeps going. And I keep doing it until like, I get too old to where people actually want to get my star, you know, my star power dwindles and it. That people don't want me or whatever. It's like, that's how, I, that's how I do it. It's like, that's like, you keep yourself fresh by going back and forth because you don't keep having to have the same programs. So your star stays high because you're doing important things seemingly all the time. And then, like, you don't get over I mean, if you go to WWE, you're going to get over-saturated regardless. But you get my point. Yeah. Like I, I, I feel like AJ played this wrong. But whatever. I mean,
0: AJ Styles, he's 42 now. I don't know, like, with his wrestling style, which is very different from, like, a Jericho right now. I don't know if aj would be as accepted turning to like that kind of like because when you want when, when you hear aj styles you want aj styles essentially like i don't i just don't know if he you know does that thing wrong i don't know i if i was aj styles i would have i would have made somebody offer me a ridiculous amount of money
1: that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Like, and I wouldn't have signed. I think he said along the long lines, like, the way he signed, he's, he, this was is his turned. last contract. Like, his last contract. I wouldn't have signed for that long. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Like, I would have signed for whatever money he had, except for, like, cut it two years. What gonna? Do, I mean, you can bear me, but then, like, it's only going to make me a bigger star whenever I go somewhere else.
0: Yeah. And I still get your checks. Yeah. What What were you going to say before I cut you off?
1: Oh, um, well i'll get to it in a second but like the thing with like the whole burial thing is like that shit ain't gonna work no more like back in the day when like people thought that like wins and or people you you it's on your own doing right like you have made wins and losses not matter there were only people care people mostly only care about the performance of people as far as your talking skills as far as how captivating uh they are by you know the moments or whatever else and mm-hmm. also like your matches
0: and the personal investment so, in the person
1: Right, and their you know their your character development over you know the weeks, months, um, in years. So once you've done that, like you bury somebody, it only makes people like, oh yeah, what what the fuck's going on? Oh yeah, it's contract. Oh, right, like that's you know the whole thing with ambrose and his um and the thing with jericho explaining how like you know they beat him with ec3 and then all of a sudden like vince got furious at the house show report, reports reports is like it don't work like how i used to my guy like
0: so how don't you know
1: like yeah so and it's also you're doing because like you've told us that wins and losses don't matter so
0: except when they do the don't matter look except right. except when they do mr shaming man uh we'll get to that later but
1: yeah so 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 anyway um but my point about kevin ash was um like with gender is that like i think it was a story where pritchard said this or somebody said this or maybe it was corny i can't remember but uh i guess at one point he told somebody he's like you know i'm the i'm the lowest paid champion i'm the lowest paid WWF champion of all time yeah you know, like and, and then like someone was like well you're also the lowest drawing of all time <laughs> it's like so, like, gender finally getting that back pay. like, bro, I was WWE champion. I deserve this.
0: Wow. Full,
1: that full uh, Megan Rapinoe. I deserve this.
0: <laughs> you know, he would have got more if they wouldn't have had to cancel that second India show. Uh. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> I will never let it go. My God. <laughs> And uh, you saw the reception to the shows around that time. Battleground was like 0.1% oh or God. some shit like that on the uh, yeah, polls. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah, it's funny. It's funny that, like, you go to WrestleMania and, like, they're going through, like, the observer voting for uh, for shows, for WWE shows, NXT shows, um, Ring of Honor shows, New Japan shows, um, over the last, like, five, six, seven years, or whatever. And then you see, like, how, like, perceptions of the companies on average, like, their shows on in average years have changed, whatever else. And it's like, no, man, like, people that, that are out there thinking like, WWE, like, people are getting hypercritical and whatever else. Like, y'all want to say that in 2016 when, like, these shows were getting, like, good reviews or other times when WWE was getting better reviews, like, no, these shows are worse on these worse. Like, there was there wasn't always, all of a sudden, like, I don't know where there's a I'm, look, there is absolutely some a, deb, a bit of WWE bias. They're number one um, in the market. But like, there have been years when, even in recently, as much as like the last within this decade, where like WWE was voted best promotion in some of these like categories and stuff. It's like, it's not as, it's not as, oh, the nerds are just,
0: you know, they just hate us. Like, like it's not, it's, not the nerds
1: it's, it's not, like they, it's they want not, to be persecuted
0: so bad. While being number one, yeah, like it's like you want to be so big, like like yeah, they're so big, but they're also like so like quote unquote persecuted. I, I don't know. Um. It's, it's just
1: it's just because they have attached. It's because a lot of people have attached your identities and shit. And it's like, look, man, like it's really hard for me to like not. It's really hard for me to be this much wrestling fan and that much of my uh fandom and the things that I've learned from watching wrestling being tied to WWE's wrestling to like be like yeah man their show's really bad I have no interest in watching it even though most of my favorite wrestlers currently to this day are all still on WWE and it's like the show's bad I'm just gonna drive myself nuts and then I hear the reports on what happened or read whatever reviews about it what what, what happened and I'm just like yo I'm, I'm like yeah it sucks that I don't watch this anymore but like it's a bad show why am I wasting my time watching this bad show
0: bro this has been just like
1: you want to spot Cedric Alexander now Since it's se- segue <sighs>
0: yeah uh, Extreme Rules So um, We'll get to the Mixed title match In a second But the Undertaker Oh my
1: god I forgot about yes, that
0: Yes The main event uh, By no, no. the way
1: Oh no I thought you were talking about Raw Okay you are talking about The main event for Extreme Rules I thought you were talking about Oh the, my the mixed, god The that- mixed <laughs> elimination tag match What the fuck
0: These people this doctrine of no wrestling on Mondays but they don't have to follow the same rules on Tuesdays because they have the little fucking box and all that and they're doing a mixed tag elimination match what the holy fuck is that
1: I don't know man I heard it I was like wait what like you you can't like I thought what was going to happen was or would assume what happened was that like sh- Becky stays around and then Becky like plays into the finish,
0: but she's like holding on idea? to the, she's like holding on to the tag room and shit.
1: But also, is that the best idea considering like you have the baby face with the two on one advantage. So what the fuck are we doing here? Like <sighs> this was not thought out. Like, like this, they this... did the whole thing with they did the whole thing with Lacey and like that's cool because it, it takes away the, the it takes away that advantage but it's like look man like I don't y'all could have just had a match with Andrade and Seth and called it a day.
0: Right. And and this doctrine of no wrestling on commercial breaks has forced them into a bunch of unnatural match endings, weird stipulations, and two out of three fall abuse, and all of a sudden People are getting beat like it's the fucking Survivor Series and are losing to a snapmare and shit. And then they'll go to the pay-per-view and magically be able to wrestle 20 whole minutes and shit. There's just like... It's just exposing the business. like. <laughs> so that's my rant for um, you know the TV shows and everything like that. But the Cedric Alexander thing... Oh, my God. When I heard about this... Imagine... Imagine if Chris Jericho in um you know Slambery nineteen ninety eight. Imagine if C Clope, aka Dean Malenko, had got thrown out of the ring by to Guerrero and then unmasked. what that that's essentially what they did, um, you know, with Cedric Alexander. So he's in a match where he's the janitor fucking guy after they walked around the building and, you know, were picking out dudes or whatever. Roman Reigns has this "quote-unquote" secret plan. By the way, I'm hearing Roman Reigns has the charisma of a Roman Reigns standee uh, during all this, and he looks like he's totally checked out on this. Show. <laughs> um, they do the oh yes, they do the classic angle of Babyface has a mystery Babyface partner to come help them, but since Drew McIntyre is not allowed to lose anyone but Roman Reigns and Shane McMahon can't lose to anybody how long has it been since Shane has lost james
1: ooh um himself pinned yes uh, mm. don't tell me hell in a cell last year or like 2 years ago
0: i feel like he has not lost since at least hell in a cell 2 years ago again against owens right yes Okay,
1: so he didn't lose against uh wait, did he get pinned in the uh, He may not, have gotten Survivor
0: pinned series. in a Survivor, Survivor Series match? Survivor yeah.
1: series. Jared when uh when your boy uh Triple H shot three angles in one night.
0: Yeah. Um, so
1: I think that's so I think it's the last time he's been pinned or submitted. Good that I can remember. Um and,
0: and yeah. He's a, uh or was it last year's Survivor Series? Was he on the team?
1: Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I feel like he was. I feel like he was. And he got his oh yeah, he was. He got his ass whooped or whatever else. Cause you remember he um he pretty much was the last one to go on. He was like the last survivor. Uh or sorry his yes. last um SmackDown person. And he was talking all he did the siege part two and you know he threatened everybody on SmackDown, I was like, you know, if we lose, like, you know, I can't stand losing my sister. And then they lost six zero because the one that they won doesn't count for some reason because they can't do anything right. So yeah, like it's been since it's yeah. been at least since November.
0: So of last year, Shane McMahon man's not allowed to lose. So what do they have to do? They have to beat Cedric Alexander, who hasn't been seen um, in ages, literally since that Cesaro match. Um, this guy, uh, and then you know he was doing twenty four seven fuckery around everywhere, but. In any other time in wrestling, he not only would have won, he would have rolled Shane Man up, they would have went crazy, he would have ran out the ring, pulled the fucking hood up like it was fucking um, Scooby-Doo, oh is my god, it's Cedric Alexander. And it's, like, a a cute thing. And then you can lead that into Drew McIntyre being pissed and Drew McIntyre asked for a match against Cedric Alexander before and then them two do a good fucking match. Like, how hard is this, James?
1: (laughs) Or, or, or right, like, we talk about this, right? You booked a match where two people shouldn't lose. How do you get out of it? Like, that would be a perfect time for... Cedric is running wild, like he ran wild. So, like he's about to pin so and so. So, like out of nowhere. So, like for some reason they get a DQ, and then Roman, um, and then Roman makes a save. Like how he made the save, and then they do the reveal, and then eventually you have a, you have something to do. Eventually, and you can beat Cedric later.
0: This is why this company has a broken machine. This company but, cannot but, but, create... But,
1: but, like, but losing was just like absolutely out of question. It should have been out of question.
0: This is why there are no stars. There is no one they can elevate. This is why you put somebody in there, you make them look like a fucking geek by beating them and then have them celebrate like he won the fucking universal title or some <laughs> shit. And you wonder why the crowd's just sitting there looking at you like, huh? What? What is this? And this is supposed to heat up. The return well, of The Undertaker. Imagine having The Undertaker at your disposal and not starting the fucking music to, to do a distraction finish for Shane McMahon. You have all the yeah. hokey Undertaker shit at your disposal and yeah. you decide to use yeah. none of it. Yeah.
1: I mean, and also, like, one thing I want to go back on is you said, like, there's a reason why they, have, why they don't make stars. Like, well, let's not even focus on that. Like, for a, just for TV there's legs in Cedric Alexander not being beaten so that people will give a fuck about when for the heat, when that y'all get off of beating him again or not beating him again, but beating him for real this time, as opposed to, Oh yeah. Like we didn't beat him, but we're going to. And he actually, he's like, Oh, he's somebody we might care about. Like it, it could have postponed that down the line. Like I don't,
0: you know, like do, 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 do Roman Reigns and Cedric Alexander ever fucking interact again, ever. I don't know.
1: Did he is he interacting with his cousin? Uh, they got whooped on a couple of weeks ago. Was the name Lance and <laughs> right?
0: We have not seen that gentleman since.
1: Yeah. So I, I would say no.
0: So I, I like, sure so no. Cedric Alexander will be back to chasing the the twenty four sevens out, and we will never ask him about this thing again. Like this Probably would have been the time you. to bring the Undertaker's old ass out, and I don't know if this is a deal where he just don't want to work. You know another show. No idea.
1: All right. Well, it's probably like, you know how he is. Like, I'll come if it's in Texas.
0: Look. <laughs> My look boy. you you would think that would be it but he showed up to fucking everett james like
1: <laughs> to, oh, yeah, to right. everett fucking washington so that's right yeah.
0: i don't yeah imagine oh, that's wrong imagine booking this angle right and not having them do a beat down for the undertaker to save these two 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 fuckers and then like having them stand up cedric alexander and then shake his hand and then shake roman's hand and you go off the air like that and you you put Cedric Alexander in there like pretty much to get sacrificed for a simply a beat down rather than a loss or whatever. But like you give him like something like when the Undertaker, have the Undertaker look at him or something and then be like, and next week we have to ask Cedric, well, Cedric, how did you feel about the Undertaker, you know, showing up? Like what did you feel in the ring? And then, you know, he gets to express his gratitude for the Undertaker or whatever. I don't, I don't know. Right, right. Something like there's so many I mean, cool I'm- things you can do. That they choose to just do like literally option, like, like they want to do option 29, like,
1: (laughs) like, of what motherfuckers want to do. Yeah. And the thing is, like, if they pick, even if, but it's also the thing that you get frustrated because ultimately, in a vacuum, is not the end of the world. But with the history that you have of eventually this is what, will this eventually pay off into something? No, probably not, Like we have a room of evidence that it won't, and like, will this ultimately lead to a more, uh, a more entertaining feud that the, that the fans will be into? No, like, like, people are sick to death of the Shane shit, like, it's just over, like, figure something else out, yeah. and, I mean, or you just gotta get through this fucking, I guess, su- or SummerSlam cy- cycle, then maybe there's something new, or maybe not,
0: yeah, I, I don't know who's going to win this match because, you know, Drew McIntyre's not mm. allowed to lose. Uh, Shane Man's not allowed to lose. You don't think The is probably going to do no jobs, but maybe Roman Reigns gets fought again. Like, maybe, look, maybe Roman Reigns turns on The Undertaker.
1: So we're doing this, like, two years too late. Or 27 months too late.
0: Hey.
1: 28 months too late.
0: If it was my company.
1: 20, 20, wait, 29 months too late. 30 months too late. If
0: it was my company and they've demonstrated no ability to book him as a baby face right now. If he beats the Undertaker's ass after the match. My God. In Philadelphia. They might have some. Like, you want your angle for the summer. You want... Attention! You want to take take the news cycle, like from fucking AEW, like whatever they do Saturday night. You you want it going into Monday morning, going into into your flagship television show, turn Roman Reigns' ass after the match.
1: Right, but the, okay, so I could see that, but then like, who's going to eventually face him? Seth. Okay.
0: And he beat Seth fast right. at you know whatever pay per view, It takes the belt. And I don't know, I don't know. But um, <laughs> there, no, you is, there, so so there le- so
1: so in theory, SummerSlam would be uh, Seth, or do you wait? Do you wait after SummerSlam? What are you talking about?
0: Uh, it it really doesn't matter because like
1: <laughs> they, I mean, we're about to go we're about to go into fancy booking, yeah. Bookings, but whatever. It's like. I mean there's still the Brock Lesnar at play, which like they they may go and have him. Turn Brock babyface.
0: I mean, I... Turn Brock babyface <laughs> and have him fight Roman.
1: How how can He, he has go away, he, he gave him to try to get Roman over two years ago.
0: That's why you gotta flip you gotta flip the uh the dynamics. You gotta make Reigns the heel and then Lesnar the baby be like I don't know.
1: I mean, they, they, I mean, yeah. I mean, we'll see. It's just, a, it's just a lot. God, of stuff. But that I mean, sounds
0: like, bro. I'm like, sh- like stretching it far right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Yes. 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 Like, uh, I mean, Joe versus. I mean, what was on the card?
0: What's on the card? So let's go with the uh, the the Universal Title Match. As we got Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch teaming up, their relationship is just gotten. This
1: is an Universal. This is an Universal Title Match. This is the Roman's yes. Title Match.
0: Oh, this is both.
1: No, it is the Roman's Title Match
0: this guy um <laughs> against baron you tell,
1: you tell you tell me what's the more important belt right now in in uh in wwe
0: oh yeah i mean that universal title that should have been dusty from its inception so um <laughs> um you know corbin and La you know that match happens to be, that belt happens to be on the line as well uh corbin and lacy um uh, now this is an extreme rules match. So I don't know how they're going to enforce the gender rules because you can't be disqualified, right? So <laughs> So what what happens when Lacey Evans just accidentally falls on Steph Rollins and pins him or or uh or accidentally falls on Becky Lynch and pins uh Becky Lynch or whatever. Or Baron Corbin, uh excuse me. Uh you know goes to hit Seth Rollins, but he ducks and he lays out Becky Lynch, but he ain't disqualified or some shit like that. Like, like who's going to like, who booked this match with, with these like on extreme rules to make sure there, there's no intergender uh, foolery here. Who
1: knows? I don't
0: know. Eh
1: what I'm assuming is going to be various points where uh, the women are going to work and get the advantage, and once they get the advantage, they're going to help out whoever uh, turns the table in the men's side of it or whatever. Then go back to wrestling, and then it'll be tw- that's how they'll do twists and turns. Right. Um, it'll be based off the w- whichever woman has the advantage at the time, like going to help the uh, their male uh, counterpart. So, I, I mean, look,
0: this sounds like ass. are we sure?
1: Are, are we sure? Are we sure that this is going to be a tornado match?
0: Well, just think about it like this: there are no rules.
1: That rich. When does that ever stop them from having a no DQ, <laughs> a no D Q tag match or whatever, some rule like that, or a triple threat tag match where motherfuckers just set up there
0: and don't move? Right, right, yeah. So I, I'm sure they'll they'll do some tagging and shit, even though they don't have to. But um, oh yeah, it's it's just these things I think about and it just makes my head hurt. But I feel like this is just gonna be another overbooked, It's just a million, you know, table bumps, and I'm sure there'll be a Kendall stick pulled out. Uh, it'll be every WWE Extreme Rules match you've ever seen. There will no, be. There will be, be some. Worse. Yeah, it'll be bad. It'll
1: right? be worse because it has two people in it that will drag the match down. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know, man. Um, we'll see. I. Is Becky and Seth? I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, and like if it sucks, I'll I'll kill it. But whatever.
0: Um, I'll be waiting on you, Mister. I'll be waiting oh, on you, oh. Mister. Rollins.
1: Oh, but you know, on on a positive note, AJ versus Ricochet.
0: AJ versus Ricochet is on the match uh, on the card for United States. I don't know. They wrestled twice, and due to me not watching Monday Night Raw, I did not see either one of them. So uh, I did not have to worry. The ma-
1: the- both matches were matches that both were ridiculously short because of their no wrestling stuff but the action they had in the ring was great awesome. um so i expect four and a half
0: awesome. at least so it you know i don't you know you know it's, it's not often that aj styles isn't the best the better wrestler in the ring um <laughs> You know it's you know some people think AJ is washed now the sentiment is out there uh I, th- I think he's yeah. still like good but I don't think he's great anymore uh, like, but he can w- be great washed. on a given night
1: look, washed with the best with the best match on the main roster this year <laughs> you're right like define washed
0: <laughs> so like,
1: if you're saying look decline absolutely sure sure washed out the like, watch, like he should not be in the league. Let's not do this. Like, come yeah. on
0: now. Yeah. It, that sentiment's out there. Game. Um, but um, yeah, uh, Ricochet and AJ. I'm glad I haven't watched either of them. So I'm coming into this with fresh eyes. So hopefully they um uh, pull something off. AJ is a heel now, and you yeah. know we'll see, we'll see if it, you know how his confidence goes and it, it gets it was a a, It in. was a
1: nice, it was a nice multi-week turn, and um, well, I can't speak for the backstage t- talking, whatever they are having. But um, out in front of the crowd, like, because I watched both matches, I thought I thought it, thought it was well done. And it also reminds you a lot of when he turned on Cena.
0: Gotcha. Um, another big match. Um, we got Kofi Kingston and Samojo for the WWE Championship. Uh, Kofi's dealing with a back injury. Um, not sure if it's going to affect with, you know, what he's got going on. Um, uh, James was the, Kofi me up. Yeah,
1: the Kofi Kingston, the Kofi Kingston he flipped off Joe. He's like,
0: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, you know, he told Joe he was too big to be to be playing these hide and seek or whatever games and all this stuff. And, uh, he, he flipped him off. Um, uh, and you know, WWE was trying to get more edgy to get the teenagers back and yeah. everything like that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. This is it's a singles match. I don't expect Joe to win.
1: Oh no! But so, I think it'd be good though.
0: Yeah, it, it'll yeah, be fine.
1: It, like, they're gonna lose, but it'll, it'll be good. Uh, and they don't have to re- don't have to regroup and, and try again.
0: Aleister Black and Cesaro depends on how much time they get. This could be awesome. Oh my God. Yeah, yes, that could
1: be one of the best matches of the year um, in this in the main roster if they're given time and they don't do some screwy thing to get out of it because, it like just beat someone seriously. Give them give them twelve minutes and let one of them beat somebody.
0: Tell him to go balls Is to that the that wall too. Ass. Look, look. Tell him, give him twelve minutes. Tell him to go balls in the wall. Like, don't even do the the slow beginning of the match. I don't want to see none of that yeah, shit. Right. Just fucking on run diff- it.
1: They're right. They're on different shows. You can beat you can beat somebody and end the program and then transition on from there. Put somebody over.
0: <clears throat> um, black mass to the face. Um, yes. Braun Strowman and ball. Bobby Lashley. He's evil now.
1: He's even now, so I can't even call it the spinning back roundhouse of justice. Yes, the black mass.
0: So um, Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman in a last-man standing match. Braun Strowman is back from his miracle recovery of a ruptured spleen. Uh, I looked that up on the internet this morning, uh, apparently. That is a three- to six-month recovery. Braun Strowman has showed superhuman strength in just beating it. In just over two weeks, he'll be back. <laughs> It's incredible, James. Um Yeah, I
1: think I think it's really incredible that he even heard his spleen again begin with, seeing that I saw that dude walk off unhurt from from you know, getting backed inside of a uh ambulance cabin into a wall also, at high
0: speeds. Also, that man was once crushed by a trash compactor before. Um, yeah, He was going for a week. Yeah, just just it's amazing. Um uh, but yeah. I don't know. This should be a war. Uh, I'd let these guys go about seven minutes and have them just hit each other with a bunch of weapons and see who doesn't get up.
1: Yeah, I think, it, like, this match is definitely, like, this is good booking, right? It's like they've had two two gigantic strong guys beat the shit out of each other. Do, do, they literally did the pyro works to get over how big and strong they both are. And then they're going to do a match where they don't have to do much wrestling. It's a plunder match where they just do, they do awesome stuff. Good job. So I think they're going to have – I'm, I'm pretty sure they have a good match because it is really hard to fuck with WWE last man's last man person standing match. <laughs> this is so a test This is go, this. go get your so go get your three and a half stars.
0: This, this is a test. Like, like the old wrestler. This is this is the test. <laughs> um, I think
1: I, I'm confident they'll have a good match. Yeah. I'm confident they will have a good match.
0: Uh, revival, like because you can say
1: what you want to about Lashley. I believe he, do, I believe he does try really hard, and I believe Strowman the same. So yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, and we got a tag team match for the Raw tag team championships, which are never ever defended. Um, they, they haven't been defended since WrestleMania on pay per view. The revival will be taking on the Usos. Uh, the Usos, of course, are a SmackDown team, I believe. But this whole thing is all crossed up because of the Wild Card rule that they no longer mention. No, no, anymore. the
1: Usos, the Usos moved to Raw.
0: See, I've <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: the Usos <laughs> yeah. remember the Usos moved to Raw, SmackDown forever,
0: right? Okay,
1: and then they moved to Raw, and then they were and it was like, wait, so like the cousins can't be on the same. They just can't be together, huh?
0: But apparently, so they like, can.
1: Well, they can wow. now because because the wild card rule continues whatever but Forever. yeah that, that's my point so, permanent yeah. shakeup. yeah we are in we were probably in like week 16 of the wild card of of, of our of actually i'm of um, sorry we're in like week 16 of the superstar shake-up that's what we're really right doing. but uh
0: but yeah so i guess the match would be I good mean, they, maybe they get time maybe not
1: great yeah they get time to be, yeah. be great
0: um got a triple threat tag for the smackdown belts uh Daniel Bryan and Rowan uh against the New Day, Big E and Xavier against Heavy Machinery, Tucker and Otis. So, uh bunch of wrestlers that are going to try hard and yep. We'll Should see. Should be a really good match. Should be entertaining. Um hopefully they really get time. Match. Um I'd like to get Daniel Bryan out of the tag team scene here, but I mean, the promotion ain't doing nothing worthwhile anyway, so whatever. Um <laughs> You know, eventually we'll get this down, Brian and Roman Reigns popped off, and we'll be able to actually uh, generate some fucking interest here. But uh, they don't seem to be uh, interested in that. They'd rather have Shaman Man uh, going around with Roman Reigns for four months at a time uh, and sucking up all the goodwill out of the fan base and and, uh, causing us to dump our head in the fucking sand. Sorry, I was just fucking
1: (laughs) going. So that's another one. That's another one. So I was thinking about about the, you know, turn Roman Hills like, so. He's gonna fight Shane. They're gonna make Shane OP and this annoying and kill and kill like and kill the sex drive for everyone. And, and watch this as a fucking show for for months on end and just to turn Roman Hill. Can you fucking imagine? Can you fucking imagine?
0: <laughs> clean break, break them off from that program. Like I'm going another direction. Shit.
1: No, not not a clean break. It's like no, bro. Like if you do that, S- Shane has to go away. You can't have Shane and Roman
0: as both his heels. Right, right. Like they, hell, okay. you can you can have Undertaker and Roman Reigns beat their ass, and then they you think they're celebrating, and then Roman Reigns just lays this old fuck out. Like, <laughs> like, you know, I know a lot of Roman Reigns fans that would actually welcome this. You know, now years oh, later, yeah, they
1: still mad about. Yeah, they still mad. They still mad. Like, look, man, I don't want to see that because that, I'm pretty sure if they do that, that means we're going to get a match.
0: Yeah, that's I don't true. want to see another that's, match. That's true. That would be... Woo! Bro, if, if Undertaker and Reigns did another match, I want that shit going a minute. And like, Roman destroys do I have to re- him. I have to retire you again. Again. I like <laughs> Your ass came back. Like, ain't nobody tell you, your ass to keep coming back. <laughs> bro, I would love if Reigns did that shit. <laughs> like... like last time i retired joe as they booed me on national television for 10 minutes straight and they called me an asshole like nah um what else we got on this damn card uh we've got oh my god the the fucking women's title my god um bailey will be defending in a handicap match against alexa bliss and nikki cross now have have you heard about this shit james
1: uh, I, I think I have, go ahead and fill me oh in.
0: Fucking God. Uh, so WWE's obsession with Alexa Bliss must fucking continue at all costs. The bending over backwards to put her in this match has just reached new fucking levels like A$AP fur out here. So, um, so
1: then, okay, so then, uh, then
0: she, she had a sinus infection I, this week.
1: Well, hold on, hold on. Didn't Nikki win a match to get Alexa a title shot.
0: The reason that that was created was because she had (laughs) a sinus infection and they did not want to take her out of the match, but they wanted angles being done for this to establish this. So therefore it is now a handicap match. They just like, won't be like, all right, Alexa, healthy scratch. You have a sinus infection. It's okay. We'll just have Bailey go around. Nikki cross we'll do it later but it is so important to get whatever going right now so this scares me makes me think they about to take the belt off bailey and so
1: even so they're gonna make so make alexa the raw woman's or the smackdown woman's champion even though she's on raw
0: you know they don't give a fuck
1: i mean whatever Uh, i i just think that from what I've heard, the story is that she's Alexa is being manipulative and is playing on this dumb baby face. So, and everybody under the sun is saying, look, man, she's playing you, but no, you don't understand me. We're real friends. You don't understand what a relationship's like. Uh, so
0: you don't know her. her Like I know her slim. No one does.
1: (sighs) (laughs) We should be together too. Yes. Um, yeah, so that happens. <laughs> I just thought I just thought about the line about the line that uh, Eminem wrote, stand, uh, where he says, what's the shit about us wanting to beat each other? This is not want to. This is not want to meet each other."
0: <laughs> Eminem homophobic out like, there. Wait, like, wait, wait what? Eminem's like, wait, what? <laughs> Eminem's like, hold on, bro. I don't be doing that. I
1: don't be doing that. Oh, i haven't me doing that shit. Oh, no. no. Like, bro, you ain't heard this first album. You think I went that beat together shit? You don't... You didn't hear the blatant homophobia on my first album? You don't think... <laughs> Sir, what makes you think I didn't hear my first album that I want won any of that sort of thing? You think I'm just out here closeted or something?
0: <laughs> no. Um...
1: Dude, I'm sorry. Like, I remember... I don't know like those albums are so terrible as far as like the, the blatant homophobia and misogyny and killing the women and the violence against women and the and the scorn and anger uh, for women but it was like yo like that's wild because like these albums are fucking fire <laughs> These first three of them albums are fire but they're ter- like the subject matter and the stuff he talks about are terrible but like yo man I can't ever like get rid of them. like R. Kelly go away like but but the Marshall Mathers LP, Eminem Show. Um, uh, oh, what's the other one? Um, Slim Shady LP. Eminem Show. I, I get around to those. I get around to those like once every two, three years, and still playing. Like, dude, Eminem was so cold. But he's saying terrible things, and like, he needs to go. He he needs to go see somebody. Like, go find Jesus. Something to go to, to get right. But like, I, I don't I don't think I'll ever get come off of the fact that, like. I'm just on the thing, like, look, man. You tell me the trash, I agree with you. Will I stop uh, listening to them shits? But what about these probably rhymes? Not. Like, <laughs> probably, probably, probably like, not. like, but what about these fucking rhymes? What you got on that? It, and the thing is, I'm just saying, like, look, man. This is it's a gigantic shortcoming, and I find it troubling. But like, I I, I can't stop. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So, yeah,
0: ba- the, the Bailey Alexa and Alexa. Thing. Yeah. Just-
1: so. Like, is this building towards a moment where are they? They're just going to embarrass Nikki Loon on like the biggest stage possible, or are they going to turn this into? She's going to wise up eventually, and then we actually have a, have ourselves something with somebody from NXT. Because like all she has to do is eventually like wake up to it, and then like then she becomes a real player. And we need players because we have a elect- look. Because look at what we have in the Raw division. Like we need somebody to. We need. We need. Th- right now with Alexa and Becky, like we have two people that have some credibility with the crowd. Um, if you do the, if you, you know, you build this in a certain way, if you go one way, you might have three people, potentially. If you don't, you're still stuck with two, and like, you never want to see those two ever wrestling again.
0: So what is the WWE way? Fair enough. They'll probably be left with one. And- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like they'll have Alexa just go over clean on uh, Bailey, bury her, and then discard Nikki Cross and be like, "Yeah, go to hell." And yeah, so uh, that's a sure. Sh- oh, one more match: oh, there's a cruiserweight title match, Drew Gulak and Tony Nice, which I'm sure will be wrestled to silence as the two of them grapple fuck each other. I'm never gonna be excited about Drew Gulak, y'all. Sorry. Um. <laughs> so, um.
1: I I tend to like the Drew Gulak matches.
0: Like I mean,
1: he's not the te- to me anyway. He from matches I've seen this year, he's he wrestles the exciting technical. Like he's much more like Daniel Bryan than he is like uh, a Zack Saber Jr. Gotcha. Um, like so, like for me, I get like on the matches I've seen with him on NXT, I've enjoyed all of them. I found them to be entertaining. I found them to be refreshing and uh, and something that breaks the pace and not in one of those boring ways that some of these most technical marvels can be so like but you know um i i don't know how this going to work with as far as um the crowd because the crowd just i mean they're in philadelphia so you might have a shot because gulag's from there but we'll see
0: yeah um overall uh finish was riding for this car pretty early in its early stages pretty hard uh i think the top of the car is gonna be a disaster like that tag team the ta- pair of tag team matches could be Anything. Literally anything could happen in those those matches. Um, uh, and Styles should be good. Black Cesaro's good. The tag matches are good. Um I just feel fortunate I didn't have to watch any of this build up and go through uh-huh. the horrible television that led to this stuff, so we can just <laughs> judge this card when it happens.
1: Yeah, so how many matches how many matches were you saying that card are the money matches? Like those are things that draw that drew people to the building? Uh the Seth and Becky match, the Roman and Shane match, and will you say the AJ and and Ricochet match or no? Yes. Okay. Anything else you want to say is a money match? No. Joe Kofi by any chance? No. Okay, so Only I'm only I'm only sure that one of those matches is gonna be good.
0: Um, the Joe Kofi thing is like weird because it's like we know what Samoa Joe is at this point, and this is still not right. the level of opponent for Kofi that I feel like would put him over the top. Now, say if we flipped gotcha. uh, AJ Styles and uh, Samoa Joe, right, and Kofi Kingston mm-hmm. was in a few AJ Styles for the WWE title and and gets a win over him, that mm-hmm. feels like something. This doesn't feel like right, anything. Right, That's right, why right. I don't think it's a money match.
1: Gotcha. gotcha. Okay. So, anyway, like, we have three money matches on here, and only one of them we know for sure is going to be good. Boy, um, like the undercard, like we went over undercard, like there's a bunch of matches that could be good or great.
0: WCW, a bunch of, WCW,
1: that's, the, that's where I was getting at.
0: Come see the light, <laughs> come see the light, James. <laughs> this, I, I've been calling this promotion WCW 99 forever. Like, I don't know is, if it's gonna flip over to 2000 pretty soon, but
1: like, well, my point is like, this is probably. I could easily see this be a two thumbs up show and then like going next week and going to the uh the observer uh fan voting for worst match and then like to and then like the main event and then like uh oh, so the other thing are like voted for worst match. Overwhelmingly. Uh like the Roman Roman tag match for Undertaker and then uh, the mixed tag match for for winner takes all like both of those matches being like high, like the top two voted match for worst matches, even though the cards can be considered like majority thumbs up. I could easily see that happening.
0: Yeah. And I, I I really think closing your shows, you know, there, there's value in closing your shows on good notes with, with great matches at the end, rather than just like getting your shit in booking wise and trying to get too cute because that's what the people are going to remember. Like, for most of the the night at Stomping Grounds, like, it was fine. Like, it was good at times. And then those last couple matches happened. And it was like, this is a company in crisis. Like, (laughs) so, um, but yeah, man, um, I think we kind of, we went a little long here. Um,
1: Yeah, you were out here sprounging,
0: trying to find out, what is the more stuff to talk about? I was like, bro, we're doing
1: previews. Like, this show's going to go long as hell.
0: Yeah. Um, So... I will be joining keeping it strong style next week. So I've been, uh, committing myself to watch it. The G one as well as, uh, extreme rules at some point, as well as uh fight for the fallen. If I see evolve, I see it. If not, if not, <laughs> if not, I don't. Um, but yeah, uh, sorry for the no Sunday show. We did make it up here today on Thursday. So, uh, Maybe we go with a review of uh, Extreme Rules, depending on what time it's done. We can get it up uh, late that evening for you guys and everything like that. So, um, yeah, James, anything after we uh, get the fuck up on out of here? Nah. I think we're good. Cool, man. Thank you. uh, If you are listening to this show. Uh, everyone, you know, we appreciate your listens and your support over the years. Uh, make sure you guys check out uh, the sponsor of this show, powerslam.tv. 5,000 hours of footage. Y'all know how it works. Uh, give us a visit over on prowrestlingtees.com slash social suplex. Pick yourself up uh, some of the merchandise from the team, especially one-nature radio shirt. Always like to see those uh, coming through. And, um, yeah. That's pretty much going to uh, and check out all the shows. Y'all know all the shows that are on this damn network by this point. If you don't and you're new, uh, Sundays, of course, uh, One Nation Radio normally we're here on a Thursday. That is kind of odd. I, I understand. Um, but uh, we got Tuesdays, we got Keeping It Strong Style. Wednesdays, we got the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show. Every other Wednesday, we've got grown men watch this shit. Thursdays we got NAC then now forever with James whenever he um wants to <laughs> go ahead and get get that popping again. Oh <laughs> uh. We got uh, Get in the Ring with Danny and Beast Mike on uh, Fridays, and of course, All Things Elite on Saturday uh, with Floyd and Amy. So, um, and welcome to Tiffany, to our newest uh, member of the Social Suplex team, as well as, uh, you know, I don't think we've mentioned them, like Murray, Greg, Maserati, uh, all the new contributors on the writing side for Social Suplex. So, uh, make sure you're giving the website a visit and Check out uh, Keeping It Strong, so I believe they have a bonus episode dropping with all the interviews uh, when they were in Dallas as part of the media session. Uh, I was talking to Josh earlier, so you guys are definitely going to want to check that out. Here's some of the questions that they asked. Uh, you know, there there should be a lot to look forward to on that. So, um, anyway, that's going to wrap it up. We going to holler at y'all. Peace. Later.